Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Today we're going to talk about a problem I see a lot because I do see a lot of women who are 40 years of age or above. Unfortunately, it's a trend in our current society to put off childbearing. In part, this is because the pressures of work, the inability of men to want to settle down, and a general view that it won't matter if I wait a bit longer. The problem is, it does matter. It matters because egg quality declines. As a cell, eggs age more than any other cell in the body, more quickly. God, when he created us, and evolution subsequently, really designed the human to live to around 40 to 50, not as we are today, living in, on average, into our 70s and 80s. Our reproductive life on the female side is limited by this ageing process of the eggs. That ageing of eggs begins from about 35 to 38 years and continues to decline through to the menopause. That menopause is brought on not necessarily by the quality of the eggs, but ultimately by the loss of all the eggs in the ovary as they are used up as nature runs through them over months and months of their lives. The thing that goes along, however, with the loss in numbers is this quality issue. The quality of eggs is all about the genetic makeup. So what happens over time for reasons we don't understand, the way in which the chromosomes line up just before fertilisation becomes more and more disorganised as a woman gets older. So the egg being fertilised is genetically abnormal. That's the commonest reason for failing to conceive and probably the commonest reason for early implantation failure and definitely the commonest reason for miscarriage once pregnancy does establish. So to put that in statistical comparisons, at 30, when we test embryos that have been created in IVF, and it's probably the same as nature, around 50% of them, even though they're beautiful looking embryos, 50% of them will be genetically abnormal and never produce a live baby. By 35 years of age, the number of normal embryos has fallen to around 35% from the 50%. By 40, it's down to around 20% of embryos that are created are normally genetically appropriate. And by 45, it's down to 2%. So in 100 embryos created, only 2% will have normal genetics and produce, therefore, a normal pregnancy. There's much research going on trying to work out ways to improve that egg normality. There are many claims out in both the scientific literature and in the general population of medications that can improve egg normality or manipulations like mitochondrial transplantation. But the evidence to date is zero that it makes any difference whatsoever. We have to deal with what we've got. So the reality is 
If we need to do IVF in a woman who's 40, the chances of a pregnancy are around about 20% in one cycle compared with 50% when she was 30. Thus, it may be that there will be multiple cycles required to achieve a pregnancy because each embryo has that 20% chance of being normal. The other factors that come into account when we're discussing IVF with a 40-year-old, lifestyle issues, her weight, and her then current ovarian reserve. That means the number of eggs that are left in the ovary because the more eggs we can get, that random event is going to work in your favour. The random aneuploidy, if you have 20 eggs, is going to be much more chance of a baby than if there are only 10 eggs. So we measure the AMH level, that's the hormone that reflects the number of eggs, and we might do an ultrasound to look at the number of, of tiny follicles within the ovaries. And that gives us a fair idea about the numbers of eggs we're likely to get, whatever level of medication we prescribe in terms of the FSH stimulation. And really, to give someone a prognosis of how they're going to be in terms of going through an IVF cycle and chances of success can really only happen after we've done that sort of investigation. After that, depending on that level, I might advise at least one cycle in most women because even when there's a very low AMH level, we still had pregnancies. But I certainly wouldn't be going cycle after cycle after cycle if we're only getting one egg and sometimes no embryos. Those women at 40 who have a good or high level of AMH are lucky because their odds are going to be improved. It doesn't improve the percentage of normals, but it does improve the actual number of normal eggs that, that someone will produce if they've got higher numbers when we do the egg collection. So that's at 40. Once you go a year older, egg quality has dropped a little more, chances of success have dropped more. So by 42, I think at best we can talk about 15% chance of success in a cycle. That's from the moment you start injections. At 42, unfortunately, about 30% of women won't get to an egg collection because their ovarian reserve is so low and they won't get an egg collection, therefore they won't get an embryo. By 45, though, that percentage has gone up to probably around 40%. And then you impose on that the high percentage of abnormal eggs even when we get them, you can see why the percentage chance of a pregnancy is so low in women as they get older. In 30 years of doing IVF, I've had three pregnancies in women 45 or over using their own eggs. I say using their own eggs because there are many pregnancies in women 45 years and older who've used a younger woman's eggs. Indeed, most of the media that we see about famous film stars or rock stars or whatever models having babies in their late 40s is not from their own eggs. It's from do younger donors providing them with eggs and they carrying the pregnancy. They don't tell you that in most of the media stories. Those sort of stories are what builds women's hopes that 40-year-old women, seeing other 40-year-old women having babies, makes them believe that they can do it themselves. But unless you use donor eggs, the odds are relatively poor but not zero. And I certainly believe that until someone has been through a cycle, shown themselves that they can't produce good eggs and they can't get good embryos, I think uh, until that's done, women aren't satisfied. And therefore, I believe that we need to treat all women who come forward, who are desperate for a baby, even if it's just to prove that it doesn't work for them. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www dot the ivf journey dot com and select 
IVF Journey podcast from the Navigation Menu. Thank you for listening to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.